Blog Talk Radio.
And some folks say, well, you know, uh, that's, it's good. It's nice to have change, but you got to know what kind of change you're, you're going after just to be going after change for change's sake may not be the good thing that you need to be doing. So it ought to be a good change that you're going after or going for. Uh, as you journey through this new year, allow yourself to experience a new you, a new you. And, uh, you know, I have, I've been reflecting the last couple of months on the whole notion about change and how it is that we change. And so... I was thinking about I've been in the church for most of my life, uh, as probably some of you who are listening, uh, and you you see people go to the altar time after time, and, you know, they go there and they get prayed over and, you know, hands laid on them, and they, they get up from where they are, and they're joyful and excited and full of, you know, exuberant and, and jubilation and, and so, but they go back home for some reason, uh, uh, the same experience they had at the altar when they felt this this excitement and just elated with joy doesn't seem to follow them to the house. And they go to work on Monday, and what they experience on Sunday doesn't necessarily translate into their Monday. And so I'm like, Lord, what is it? What is that? And so I believe that a part of what has to happen is that our mind must change. Our mind must change. And when you read scripture from the old covenant to the new covenant, uh, there's a thread that, sh- that, 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 that's, uh, that goes between the old covenant and the new covenant that's threaded in there that deals with the power of a changed mind. And so, uh, agree to change your mind from its old paradigms. And so on tonight's show, we will be talking about the power of a changed mind. Uh, we will explore fact versus uh, truth and past versus present. And so be ready to stretch your way of thinking. Be ready to move. Uh, if if you if you got this old way of thinking and this traditional mindset, I want to say to you, be ready to be challenged tonight. Don't hang up right now. Be ready to grow. Amen. Because when we are in Christ, it's about growing. It's about growing, moving from glory to glory, from one level to the next level. Uh, when we get saved, it doesn't stop there. Amen. It doesn't stop there. So we have to keep on moving. We have to keep on pressing because God is so massive so humongous and and just so big that to put God in a box is it's a you know it's a thing that we deny our own experience of greatness in in God and so we restrict ourselves when we put God in a box we we limit ourselves and God is limitless there's no limitations to him but when we put him in a box we limit our own revelation and understanding of who God is and how vast he is and how multifaceted he is. I just love the Lord tonight, and, and so I'm glad to have my two dear, wonderful sisters on the line uh, uh, on the line with me on this for this uh, t- tonight's radio show. And just before I introduce them, I, and I'm going to say this at the end, but I want to kind of say it up front. Um, I will be doing a um, thought empowerment chat every third, every Tuesday, starting on uh, January the twelfth, and we'll be re- uh, be covering uh, several different um, topics of fact versus truth, past versus present, good, bad, and ugly, uh, the power of meditation. Uh, recovery from relapse, uh, progressive change, um, the beauty of renewal, uh, the art of declaration and decrees. And so I will be doing that. I will give you uh, just before the show end the call-in number for that. And also um, starting on um, January the 16th, I will be doing Uh, the teaching in depth on those areas that I just mentioned to you. So um, if you're nearby, if you're in the MDV area, um, uh, do um, come out 
and um, DMV area. That's what they call it. That's right, DMV. Let me get that right. Uh, Virginia, uh, uh, Maryland, and D.C. area come out on Saturday mornings at 11:30. What I have discovered also is that because some people are are afraid of change and they are locked in their old paradigms. Uh, they are not necessarily willing to stretch where they are uh, to see another side of of the face of God, and so. But I'm encouraging you. I am uh, compelling you, uh, pulling you, um, pressing on you to come out and to receive uh, this empowering uh, workshop teaching and word that will indeed change your life. So, a good, again, good change is good change. Amen? And so Amen. here we go. Here we go. I have Dr. Lisa. You know she's been on here with me before, and Pastor Ava has been on here before. So I got my tag team along with me on tonight to talk about uh, can I change, can I change. So I'm going to ask uh, Dr. Lisa to chime in to talk a little bit about change, and we'll let Pastor Ava get on in here as well uh, to talk about uh, change. And so uh, Dr. Lisa is going to start us off with talking about, Dr. Lisa, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome tonight. To the uh, to the show on tonight. So glad uh, that you. your schedule allowed you to join me on tonight. So what it is you're going to talk about? I know it's some kind of changes. Progressive um, about the uh, cycle of mm-hmm. change. Um, mm-hmm. It's a cycle, um, and most people don't prepare for the cycle. They they look at what they want to do and they look at the end product, but they don't see. Uh, and I'm going to say this: the valley of the process. And so the cycle of change begins with change, changing, and changed with the ed on the end. Um, Can you say that again? That, Can you just say that one more time? The cycle is change, changing. And changed with an ED on the end, meaning it has happened. (laughs) Amen. It happened, and it can't be undone. Wonderful. Cycle is so important because uh, people have to understand what part of the cycle that, if it's just change, meaning God or something has begun to agitate them, stirring up the pot, turn the washer on, agitating them. Um, And so that agitation comes with, I need to do something, I need to change. But then the Mm. second cycle is changing the actual process, which I call is the ugliest part of the cycle. Because you cry, you laugh, you're depressed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some days you wake up and you don't know what you are. Mm. Uh, when the end comes, when the changed part comes, you realize that you've had an experience that has changed your life and you are a different person than what you started out to be. And that's what we're pursuing, growth and grace in the knowledge of God. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. Pastor Ava, what say you? Uh, you know, uh, uh, Doctor Lisa is hit the nail right, right, right on the head. Um, you know, uh, this uh, the cycle of, of of wanting to change, and um, you know, it, it, it you know it, it has to start with with the person. You know, and I was listening, um, you know, to her intro and uh, with uh, uh, you know talking about the cycle and uh, a person's, you know. Uh, uh, you know, making up in the mind to, you know, to to start this journey, and I was uh, my mind went back to the uh, 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 story of uh, in Acts chapter twenty six when Paul was, um, you know, before King Agrippa, and you know, giving his defense 
Uh, and of course, you know, uh, King Agrippa, you know, knowing his his heritage, you know, his he was the great great uh, grandson of King Herod, who tried to you know kill Jesus by killing all of the the infant uh, babies, and so Herod, I mean Agrippa, came from that lineage, and so. You know, uh, it had been instilled in him that, you know, you know, we, we as Romans, you know, we're gods, we're rulers, and none of this Christian stuff. But after listening to Paul, you know, he tells him, you know what, you almost persuaded me to be a Christian. So, you know, uh, at least he um, was thinking about it, and, um, you know, and his mind um, was wrestling with the fact, should I? convert, uh, 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 do I need to convert, um, you know, so, so there was some thought process uh, into making a conscious decision as to a- actually converting, so when we, uh, you know, uh, uh, unpack this, this, uh, these, these dynamics and this issue about, um, you know, uh, can I change my mind, um, you know, is it possible for, for me to change, um, you know, uh, that, 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 that's a, a, a big uh, a question for a lot of people. But you know what? Um, I'm going to say this. Um, with God, anything is possible. Um, you know, anything is possible, and, and as we, you know, uh, delve into the, uh, you know, begin the cycle of uh, and all of the dynamics that, that it takes to change, um, uh, anything is possible. And, and I think if a person puts their mind to it, and if they really, really, really um, want to change, um, it, it, it can be done. A preacher said this at watch night service we went to. Um, he said, if you want to have a different and better uh, 2016, then you have to change the way you thought uh, and your thinking in 2015, the way you thought in 2015. Amen. 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 So, so very true. So very true. And as I, um, you know, in terms of moving on in this, in this subject matter and this topic about change, it, it's you know this this environment that we're in is so charged, and when I say environment, this new year environment, this this is a you know this new year is a is fertile soul uh, for uh, minds to be changed. It's fertile soul for change, and um, but one of the things that has to take place, and that is um, the individual who is seeking the change or who wants the change have to agree with what comes with change. And so um, change uh, is accompanied with choice, choice. You have to choose to change. And see, uh, um, you know, it, when, you, when we talk about change, a lot of times, uh, my sisters, what, what I see happening is folk love to talk about it, you see, because it, it sounds glamorous, right? It sounds beautiful, pretty. When you talk about it, oh, man, I'm going to change this, I'm going to change that. Look at that. That's the kind of change I want. And I'm not saying, you know, it's a, it's a bad thing to look at an image of what type of change you want. That's all good. That's, that's a part of the process. Um, but the reality of change taking place for sure, for sure, show enough change, real talk kind of change, and that is, you have to make the conscious decision to choose. This is exactly what I have chosen to do. The prodigal son chose to take his inheritance before it was his time. It was a choice that he made. Of course, we see the end results, but he did make a choice to change. You see, to change the course of what was intended as it was outlaw uh, written and and how the the uh, inheritance was supposed to go, he made a conscious change, um, a conscious decision, uh, a choice. I'm ready right now. I want to change. I want to get out of this house, right? I want to move from you know. I, I'm I no longer desire to be living up under my father's roof. I'm ready to go. And so he made a conscious decision to change. 
He agreed with it, and he chose it, whether good or bad, right? So, But there was a choice that was made, and so here lies the work. Here lies the work when we talk about change. With change comes work. That's why I say you have to be ready to grind, to get down in the, you know, to get down, you know, maybe in some dirt. I don't know what type of, you know, method it's going to take, and all that you need to do to make your change happen. But whatever is being required of you, you got to get down in it and to make sure that you do the grinding and that it's done. Now, this is what I love about God. God is so awesome. God says to us, he says in Deuteronomy 30 and 19, he says, listen, I sat before you. This is the this is what I love God. I mean, this is, you know, one of the things, I mean, I love him for so many for so many different wonderful things about who he is. I love him. And I was reading Deuteronomy uh the 30th chapter and where it, uh, the Lord laid out for us in terms of choice. And I'm going to read from the end LT version, he says, today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. My God, choice. Choice, choice. So uh, one of the things I I want our radio listeners to really uh, grab hold of as we, you know, continue uh, uh, talking about and and exploring and dialoguing uh, Pastor Ava and Dr. Lisa on tonight is uh, what specific area in their lives that they have not fully made a conscious, intentional, active decision about changing in order that they might have this new experience in this sweet 16 new year. You feel me? You, you, all, you all with me? Yes. So, um, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. So, Dr. Lisa, I want you to come on in. Um, Two things, well, really three. Um, the first one is I love work in the altar in my pajamas. <laughs> That's one thing. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> All right, my sister. I want to stay out there in my pajamas doing an altar call. The the uh second thing is um when I talked about the the thing that agitates, that stirs you up. But uh, when God sends a word If we don't change with the word, what has happened is that we become comfortable with uncomfortable things. Men were always twitching because the word makes us uncomfortable. The Mm -hmm. of light makes us uncomfortable because it exposes us. And so we have found a way to become comfortable with uncomfortable things. Yes. Say that again. Mm. We become comfortable, mm. uncomfortable. Uncomfortable thing. Now the mm. devil is here. <laughs> God sent His word, and it will not return back unto Him void. And sometimes it takes almost death for us to change. Wow! Because God will go to the extreme to save your soul. People don't believe it, but He will. He will. Mm. The is uh, a couple of years ago, uh, at the end of the year, the Spirit proposed a question to me. And the question was as simple as it could be. He says, what has God changed your mind about? Mm. Well, one thing has God changed your mind about? Mm. Well, I have to think about that thing because I've, I never articulated it. It's always been a feeling. <laughs> it's always been more of a charismatic reaction. 
but I never could sit down and articulate the thing that God changed my mind about. And the one thing that he has changed my mind about, which is the thread that runs through the course of my journey, is that God is who he says he is. He said, I am. (laughs) I change not. And so what we have to do is process a God that doesn't change in a changing world. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And see, a God that doesn't change in a changing world, and how does that even, in terms of our own personal application, if he is a God that doesn't change, the scripture says that he's the same, what, yesterday, today, and forevermore. So we know that he does not change. But the world that we live in is constantly changing. And when we look at science and we look at how things are constantly evolving, amen, it doesn't change who God is. It doesn't change who he is. And so, therefore, if God doesn't change in spite of situations changing, we can hang our hat on the promises that does not change because God does not change. God is the author of the promises. And so, therefore, whatever we're dealing with, because God does not change, we're able to supersede and to rise above whatever trend that is moving in motion and going with the flow of change in the culture because we serve a God that is constant, consistent, and never changes. He is forever the same. And so because he is forever the same, if he delivered before, he'll deliver again. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> and so and listen, listen, listen. Like the little the little boy, listen, Linda, Linda, listen. And so listen, my sisters and listening audience, right? Check this out. Check this out. God is so sweet. He is so wonderful. And the change process that the world does indeed change, and we know that we live in and change in times, and the Bible talks about the times changing, the seasons changing, and et cetera, et cetera. The beauty of being connected and being one with God and knowing that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, and if we're connected with the oneness of God and the the consistency of God, and the continuum of God, if we are connected to that, then we too have the power, in spite of things changing around us, the things will not change us so much so that we'll crumble under the pressure of the trouble and the, and the chatter and the winds and the waves that's around us. If we are connected to God the way we need to be connected to God, here it is, we'll be like Peter with the exception of taking our eyes off of Jesus that we'll continue to walk on water because our minds are stayed on him. Therefore, if our minds are stayed on him, then we have possessed the mind of Christ and that we too can overcome and ride the waves in faith. Amen. So we, Amen. with this new, this, this new mind, you know, in, mm. in, this, in this sweet new 16 year that we are living in, the power that we possess, and here it is. And this is what I've been, you know, trying to convey, my sisters, the last couple of, of weeks of doing this teaching on the power of the mind. And that is when we live in truth versus fact, we can't help but remain in the heavenly places that God has given us. The reality for the believer is this. Here it is. God has given us everything we need pertaining to life, you know, and godliness. Right. We have everything right. we need. We are It's already built in us, Dr. Lisa and Pastor Ava. It's built in us. Yeah. The problem or the challenge comes in when we don't know how to fully tap into it. It's like you, you, have, you have a speaker of water, and you have water in your house, right? And until you turn that knob on, that water does not flow the way it needs to flow to get to you. You got to turn get no water the knob until you turn on. It on. It's there, but you got to mm-hmm. turn it on. So we have the power within us to live change minds because 
we have the power to be transformed by the renewing of my, our mind and, and possess the mind of Christ. Let the mind, let this mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in your mind. And so I submit tonight for those who are struggling and 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 are find, you know finding it really difficult to move beyond their place of pain. But they can see they can see change in a distance. You see, they so want the change and are struggling to get there. And I say to you on tonight, you who are listening, or you may know someone who's there. It may not necessarily be you. I say to you, begin the process of choice. Turn on that part of your brain the part of your brain that has the power to choose, to choose, and then begin the process, as Dr. Lisa called it, what? Change, changing, changed. Yes. Okay? Mm. <laughs> begin mm-hmm. that process. Begin that process. Amen? Pastor Ava, come on in. Listen, um, I was um, uh, uh, reminded, um, you know, for a number of years I kept having a reoccurring dream. Um, It was maybe different, you know, scenarios, but the theme was the same. Um, I would uh, be at uh, either the funeral home or or, or somebody's funeral, um, I mean, and it'd be packed. Um, The casket would open. um, And the the decedent would begin to move around in the casket. Um, sometimes, you know, they would uh, get out of the casket, walk around. Now, now they knew they were dead. They they knew they were dead, um, but they were able to, the, the dead person um, would, would be able to move at will, um, you know, shifting himself or herself, sitting up, sitting down, actually getting out of the casket, walking around, and then when time needs to be, go back and lay down. And, you know, and I would have these type of dreams about dead folk getting out of caskets, moving around, you know, at will for a number of, well, for about uh, five or six years, uh, every so often. And I would jot it down, and I did not know. I said, God, what? Um, what, 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 what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? And it wasn't until uh, the last week of December 2014, I had another one. Um, and uh, New Year's Day last year, 2015, I was in prayer. I said, okay, God, what is up with all of these dead folk moving around in caskets? Um and the Holy Ghost began to minister to me, uh, the dream is not about different people, it's about you. And I said, well, what about me? I'm shifting you, I'm changing you from your mindset of doing church, from from that thing that has been uh, steeped in you in tradition, in terms of, of ministry, there are a lot of components uh, that have been taught to you that, I, I, that I'm stripping you of and I'm changing you because uh, from what I'm birthing into you, the two is going to clash. So I need you to get rid of, to change your thought process, the way you've been doing ministry, the way you've been doing pastoring, not everything, but some things I need you to shift and to change and to get rid of. Um, so basically what God was showing me, um, that, okay, I'm alive in ministry, but a lot of what I'm doing is dead works, if, if that makes sense. Um, uh, it, it, it was dead, um, and, and, and so, you know, so I got the revelation 2015, the beginning of 2015 last year, New, New Year's Day, um, and I, I just really began to just kind of open up and said, okay, God, okay. You know, I'm willing to change the way I've been doing things because if there is a new way or a different way, you want me to, to, to think and to do ministry, to lead and shepherd your people, I'm open to it. 
So um, as Dr. Lisa had said, change is about change, changing, and then changed. Um, did I get it right? Yes, yeah, change, yeah, changing, okay. changed. Yeah, change, changing, change. Okay, you know, um, and so like, okay, well, God, yeah, you know, I, yeah, because I don't want to be, a, you know, a quote unquote zombie preacher, you know, um, you know, but I, I want, you know, whatever, God, whatever way you're changing me to to do things, or you know, however I need to change, I, I'm available, you know, do it. Um, and it's interesting, you know, God is a God that changes not, um, but He causes us to change. Right, right. He challenges us to change. Mhm, 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 mhm. Change to be like who he is. Yeah. Exactly, it, 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 exactly. Be, so mm-hmm. you know, so so that I guess was my little, um, I guess, and it, and it took a number of, and I'm so glad, you know, God is such a patient God. Uh, I mean, you know, God could give me these dreams, and sometimes I, you know, okay. You know, I didn't even inquire of the Lord. I would just jot it down. And I'd say, like, okay, well, there, there's another one. Um, you, you know, um, and I, I'm so glad that God is so patient because God was trying to, you know, tell me the same doggone thing for about five years. I mean, and I would just jot it down, jot it down, and, and, it, and it, I, I didn't have a clue. Um, but I'm so glad that God is so patient with us um, as he challenges us and provokes us to change into that thing that he desires us to become. Amen. 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 Uh, Dr. Lisa, Lisa, talk about um, the struggle uh, that comes with change and how that looks. Well, it's really ugly. I can't find Mm -hmm. (laughs) it. Yeah, I and call the good, bad, and the ugly, the ugly. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a pretty and it's a para, paradise. It's not. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's difficult. It's challenging. It's a lot of self uh, uh, introspection, introspecting, looking into yourself, and being willing to be put on the wheel and. Being remade with God's hands directly molding you and making you. For the outward man, that's really tough, but for the inward man, that's what we need. And people get uh, those two, the outward and the inward man, uh, mixed up. It's supposed to be tough for the outward man. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be hard for the outward man. If crying, that's not unusual. You know, if you're feeling depressed, it's not unusual. If you're trying to stay off the grid, it's not unusual. It's a very sensitive uh, place. But what God does is, like he does for the beautiful butterfly, he puts a protective covering so that while we are in the process, he will not allow the enemy to come into that vulnerable space, which we are vulnerable when we are changing, to interrupt that process. And that's what I love about God. He puts the demand on us to change. When we change, he protects us while we're changing. So the enemy doesn't have the opportunity to take advantage of us in such a vulnerable place. And the inward man is the inward person we are supposed to be focusing on. Because the outward man, although we gain experiences and we feel empowered, we are really decreasing. So we are trying the outward man. We are trying to have spiritual intelligence, spiritual emotional intelligence. Be wise and also have understanding. I've never seen such an age that I live in where spiritual people lack understanding. Spiritual people were unfruitful in their thinking. And you can tell because behaviors are observable and they're measurable. And you can see 
the fruit that is good and the fruit that is bad. And that all boils down to the source, the root. And so while God is really working on the inward man, we have to be uh, uh, in line with his will in reading the scriptures and praying and meditating, sitting in a structural place, getting knowledge and understanding and fellowship and walking with God and other believers. That's our protection. You cannot hide in the corner, although you want to. <laughs> Pastor Brittany, you know I'm saying this out of fear. You know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> when the flesh wants to hide, wants to be isolated, yeah, that's the yeah. that you to stay connected, even if you're not to a group, to a sister, like Pastor Bridget and Pastor A, connected. Right. And so you can and, be stronger than the outward man. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's really, that's amen. That's amen. I, I, to your listeners, if you are not saved, you, you have to be born again. That's the first process for the for the people who are unsaved, but for the people who are saved, we have to stop being carnal-minded and earthly-minded as spiritual beings. They do not go together. Mm. And when you There's try no such thing as a carnal Christian. No such thing. Yeah, when you try to bring them together, there are consequences that we really are paying, and we don't necessarily have to be paying them. That's yeah. from my heart, Pastor Bridget. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's, mm. some, that's some good stuff. That's good stuff. Amen. That is Amen. good stuff. Amen, Dr. Lisa. And so, uh, with all that we have heard uh, being spoken on tonight, um, I think that as we, you know, bring uh, the show to a close within the next couple of minutes, um, Dr. Uh, Pastor Ava, I want you to talk a little bit, and then I'll kind of close it, bring it to uh, the, the necessary close in order to uh, say our good nights and farewells until we see uh, each other another time on the airwaves. But I want you to talk mm-hmm. about um, the the beauty, the, 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 the wonderful side. Dr. Lisa gave us, you know, the ugly side and the working side and, that side of change, uh, uh, that was sort of kind of like the caterpillar side, you know, crawling on the ground and that kind of thing, the caterpillar side. Mm Kind of give Mm -hmm. us the the butterfly side of change. The butterfly side. Once the butterfly has come out of uh, its cocoon, um, it it has metamorphosed into a beautiful, spectacular creature. Um, you know, we, we, we see uh, a number of, of examples of this in Scripture um, with, with persons. Uh, uh, I guess one of the most celebrated persons would be, would be that of uh, Paul, um, you know, before his uh, uh, metamorphosis, if you will, his conversion. Um, Paul was uh, rooted in um, uh, the Jewish tradition um, and, you know, just, uh, you know, adamant um, that this thing called Christianity um, was of the devil. Um, he wasn't having no part of it. Um, he was not going to allow this thing called the gospel of Jesus Christ to be preached. Um, and he uh, was going to stop it at all costs, um, even if it meant, you know, him uh, taking part in, in uh, executions. Uh, it just simply w- w- was not going to happen. But, of course, we know that, uh, you know, uh, our father uh, uh, is an agent of change. He uh, demands and requires a change uh, of us uh, to 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 be birthed and to uh, transition into that thing that he is purpose and destined for our lives and of course Paul was no different uh, and of course even uh, his name was changed um, so the beauty from you know going through the process and his whole Damascus Road experience 
um, you know, and actually, you know, encountering Christ himself and having that, that change. And then once Paul, you know, is, has transitioned and has changed into uh, this man that, that God has desired him to be, um, look at the uh, uh, look look at the uh, uh, the amount of tremendous work uh, that Paul uh, did for the kingdom. Look at the, the the churches that he helped implement and he helped start. Look at the people that he actually uh, laid hands on and ordained and and set them forward. Uh, you know into ministry. Uh, uh, Paul, uh, you know, has you know once his conversion, his change, and once he even allowed the Spirit of Christ to to change him, Paul spent his entire life, you know, living out that change, um, you know, and was the better for it. Now, granted. Um, it wasn't easy, um, you know, because Paul, you know, had it rough and uh, went through some, uh, you know, uh, ordeals and uh, went through some challenges himself. You know, now, you know, we never said that changing into uh, what God calls us to be was ever going to be easy. And we never said that once you change, that life was going to be peaches and cream. But um, with that being said, once you uh, change and once you uh, can fully live out, you know, begin to experience that God has called you to, that, that, that God desires you to change. What a beautiful and beautiful uh, uh, person. What a beautiful man, a beautiful woman you have become. And now you become a tremendous impact for the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Amen. Good Amen. stuff, Pastor Ava. Good stuff. So, so we 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 got we got a chance to look at the ugly side of change and then the the beautiful side of change and so uh as we uh bring our change uh conversation to a close let me say this uh to to the listening audience on tonight change is not a one time event is not a one-time event. It is an ongoing transformation process. It's an ongoing. That's why you are changing, change, changed. Change, changing, changes. I think that's how it goes. But the point is it is an ongoing, and I think part of the problem in some instances is that when we think that change is supposed to be just this one moment, we can get distracted and uh, we can get a little frustrated and be, become a little discouraged with the change process. But when we understand that change is an event that involves a transformation process, through the whole renewing of the mind, the whole renewing process of the mind. Uh, I started off earlier in our conversation, Pastor Ava and Dr. Lisa, and said that God has given us everything we have need of. Jesus said it is finished. It is finished. The work that I have come to do is finished. I have now, as you know, he said, I have completed what you have called and assigned me to do. It is finished. I have done the work. When he came back and he then gave us the power that he had that raised him from the dead, we too are now, we are empowered to change. We are empowered to change and go through the transformation uh, process. That's why sometimes it's ugly, then it moves to a beautiful place. And so be encouraged. Be encouraged, my brother, my sister, you who are listening tonight. Be encouraged, but know, too, uh, something Dr. Lisa stated, and it boils down to this. You show me your behavior, and I'll tell you your thought life. I can tell what kind of thought life you have based yeah. on the habits that you display via your behavior. And wow. so when, yeah, that's powerful and that's real. 
that is real. If you truly want to change your life, you must first be willing to change your mind because we are mm-hmm. thinking beings made in the image of a thinking God. And mm-hmm. so we have the power via the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who empowers us, who gives us the power to uh, uh, be successful, be victorious, we have the power. We have the power. I can't get as deep as I would love to get in some of this teaching, Dr. Uh, uh, Lisa and Pastor Ava. Y'all know I've, you've heard me do some of it. I really can't because I'm restricted by time. But all I can say to the <laughs> audience, come out and hear it. Try to call in. It's so much I want to pour into you on tonight. But I want to encourage Those who are listening, please stretch, 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 because you reserve the right to change. You reserve the right to change. The question was, can I change my mind? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yes, you can change your mind. I was listening to a song. Some of y'all don't know it. Some of y'all are too young, and I don't think I'm that old because it was before my time, but because... I sit around old folk. I remember hearing this song by Tyrone Davis. Uh, he sung a song, Baby, let me, you know, can I change my mind? Please, please, can I change my mind? And so as you look at yourself in the mirror, speak to yourself and tell yourself, I'm going to change, change, change my mind. It is my choice. It is my prerogative. It is my right. Understand this. Through this whole process of changing our minds, is we need to understand that I uh, understand that we are entitled via our spiritual inheritance, okay, and then our covenant birthright to change into the image of our dear Savior, Jesus Christ, to to look more and more like him. If you are not looking more and more like Christ this year, then the change process has either been disrupted, never started, something has happened in the process. So when you look at yourself and you're not Mm -hmm. looking more and more like Christ in your thinking, hallelujah, and something has gone awry, the enemy has crept in and tempted you with another foreign thinking that's outside of the rim of the mind of Christ. And so, and so, here we go. When we are in lockstep with the mind of Christ, then we're able to possess all that the kingdom has made available to us. Dr. Lisa said this. She has not seen in her years uh, uh, such a, a church that is so unknowledgeable that doesn't that lacks knowledge, okay? And we know what the scripture says when the folk lack knowledge. They perish. They are destroyed for a what? Lack of knowledge. And the scripture says in the latter days that knowledge would be increased on various levels and and, and in terms of knowledge. And so we see that part. But the church, the church, the place where the standard is set, the place where God has laid all the foundations in terms of how uh, uh, the world ought to be as far as it's connected to the church going out and being the light that is supposed to be and the salt of the earth. We are the ones. We are the ones. And so that's why judgment starts at the household of faith first and foremost. We are the ones. And so we are to be in position to gain the knowledge that we need to have in order to move in this fast-paced culture and cosmos that we are living in. We are spiritual beings having a natural experience. Yes, we are. And so uh, the fact that we are connected, we have a spiritual heritage, 
and we have a covenant uh, uh, birthright, then therefore if anybody that's walking in the earth ought to be able to move in the spirit realm and possess the promises and live off the fruit of the land, amen, and experience wealth, it ought to be the people of God. So I say, get a new mind. Get a new mind. Get a new mind. Yes, somebody said, Pastor, who go forward, sister. I did. I have to say this. I feel somebody's about to hang up or disconnect that if you abort the process, you forego the blessing. Amen. 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 This process, you forego the blessing. Powerful, Gotta go Dr. through the process. Lee. Gotta go Powerful. through it. Amen. Don't abort the don't abort the process. Amen. You do not want to forfeit the blessing. Absolutely mm-hmm. not, because there is indeed a blessing in living the new life and experiencing Amen. a new mind, therefore a new walk in Christ. So we are uh, we're going to try to get a couple. If you know there are any callers on uh, listening who would like to uh, ask a question uh, or uh, would like to add to what we have discussed, um, what you can do is call uh, 646-929-0630. Again, 646-929-0630 and press 1 uh, so we can chime you in and uh, you'll be on air with Dr. Lisa and Pastor Ava and myself. So, you know, you you know Pastor Bridget, while uh-huh. as they're getting ready to, uh, to call in, you know, uh, you were uh, reminded of uh, uh, the song Tyrone Davis. Um, mm-hmm. I was reminded of the song Tremaine, Same Changed, I'm Not the uh-huh. Same. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when she was with Walter Hawkins, um, you know, uh, I, I, I'm Not the Same, Changed, All Things mm-hmm. Are New. Uh, and that song just kept some of the lyrics of that song. Um, you know, since we're uh, talking about this uh, this topic of change and whatnot, uh, that song uh, just kind of you know uh, came to mind, and those lyrics have been going off in my head. Amen, amen, amen. A wonderful change. Yes, mm-hmm. has been right. Yeah, in my life, a wonderful change. And so, mm-hmm. do we have any callers who? Would like to have their say and just add or have a question for uh, Dr. Lisa or Pastor Ava or myself, just press one, press one. Alrighty, we are close to our time of of departing for our show. Um, Dr. Lisa, if someone wanted to get in contact with you, how would they do that? Um, They can reach me at. dr.lisa22 at yahoo.com. That's dr.lisa22 at yahoo.com. Pastor Ava, if someone wanted to contact you, how would they do so? Yes, ma'am. Uh, the email address is acts, um, acts2028 at ymail.com. It's just like it says, it's the Bible verse. Acts. 2028 at ymail.com or uh, social media, Twitter, Pastor Ava C. on Twitter. Okay. And for those of you who would like to join me on next Tuesday at 8 p.m. for a thought empowerment chat, uh, you can dial this number, 641-714. Three five eight zero again six four one seven one four three five eight zero and the code for that is five five nine six two two and pound hit pound after that again that code is six I'm sorry five five nine six two two pound and uh, that uh, uh, thought empowerment chat conference call will be on next Tuesday at 8 p.m. That's January the 12th. And also, if you would like to join uh, me 
for uh, the in-depth teaching on thought empowerment. Uh, you can join me on uh, January the 16th at 1130. Uh, the address is 5355 Phelps Love Drive, Columbia, Maryland, and that's 2045. Again, that's 5355 Phelps Love Drive, Columbia, Maryland, uh, 21045. Also, I'm excited to say uh, that our Her Story Women's Symposium uh, will be held in Columbia, South Carolina. So for those of you who are in that area or know someone, have friends and family members, please do tell them about this wonderful women's symposium that will be uh, hit it that way uh, the weekend of May the 20th, so the 21st, and they can visit uh, the website, and the address is www.herstorywebly.com. Again, www.herstorywebly.com. Okay? So uh, we are so indeed excited about Her Story uh, the power of being able to tell your story is empowering and life-changing, not just for you, but for those who will hear your story. You never know what a person is going through, and the person who's going through, uh, if they get to hear a story, uh, it helps them to realize that they are not alone uh, and that there's someone else uh, who, who perhaps have walked in their shoes and God has brought them through, and if he's done it for them, he'll do it for you. What a way of encouragement and empowerment, amen. And so we are excited about that. So there, there's a couple things going on, and I know Dr. Lisa has stuff going on, and uh, we're excited for what God is doing in Pastor Ava's life. And so, listening audience, we would ask that you would uh, cover uh, these great women uh, in your prayers as well as yours truly, uh, lift me up before the Lord as God is doing uh, great things. And I charge you all to be excited about this year. Move with intentionality uh, and purposefully, hallelujah, move towards the call and destiny that God has for you. Therefore, it requires that you change and be in lockstep and in alignment with what God is doing in this hour for your life. Uh, Dr. Rosemary Cook, again, we thank you. God bless you. Happy birthday. And Dr. Lisa and Pastor Ava, it's been real. It's been wonderful on tonight. My pleasure. My pleasure. Wonderful Amen. time, and we pray and hope that uh, those who listened uh, were stretched uh, in their thinking uh, and that as a as a consequence that their faith, uh, sight, and vision has been enlarged and increased. Amen. So the Amen. blessings of the Lord overtake you all and run uh, in his grace until we meet again. We won't be on next week. Dr. Rosemary Cook will be on next week. Uh, we'll be back on the following week and we don't know how God is going to move, so we may be back on together. We'll see what God says. But until we meet again, go Amen. in the power of the Lord, live in the light, and be strong in the power of his might. God bless. Love you Amen. to light. Amen. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we heal the mind, body, and soul. Join us every Monday for Totally Whole with Dr. Rosemary Cook and Pastor Bridget as they discuss issues related to spirituality and mental health with emphasis on wholeness of mind, body, and spirit. Get your money right Tuesdays on Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show is the tool you need 
to develop a healthy relationship with your money and financial legacy. Every Thursday is a treat as we mix it up. On the first Thursday of the month, it's Total Empowerment with Angela Hart, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out. The second Thursday of the month is Relationship Talk on One Love, One Connection, One Up with Reverends Arlene Cahet and Harvey L. Bailey as they give you practical advice for creating a spiritual union to have the relationship you want. Call in with your relationship questions. Calling all brothers on the third Thursday of the month, it's the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam. It's a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. When there is a fourth Thursday in the month, we have the Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahet, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. Every Friday, let's talk love, sex, and nutrition with sexual wellness coach Bondria Walters and sex enthusiast Nakia Lana. The hottest sexual health and wellness and nutrition show around. This is for the grown and sexy. Listen at your own risk. If you don't know, now you know. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's the best in entertainment, education, and talk radio.